on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Newman University tennis is finally here after all this time and all this delay. We're finally getting back onto the court. Doubleheader action as the men and women open up the year against the Ottawa Braves here in Wichita on February 6th. And joining me is the director of tennis here at Newman University as we start episode number 32 of the JetCast. Shella Augsburger, great to have you on the show finally here in the second (laughs) semester. We get to talk Jets tennis. So great to have you back on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Blake. Obviously, for you guys, for the men and women, um, it was a long offseason, much longer than you would have wanted and and much longer than I'm sure you were expecting. How did you use that offseason during the, the pandemic? How did that affect the tennis teams? All the way back, if you if you can think back to last March, March. and when uh, the world changed as we knew it, and I guess it probably still isn't the same since um, then. Well, since March, I think most of the players finished school and then they went home, and a lot of them got to play when they were home, so that kept them busy and in shape. A few of them had to stay quarantined, but a lot of the places that they were, their courts were open, so because they were outside, they got to play. In the fall, one of the best things, we had about half of both teams could come back. So we got to spend a little more time with them individually, uh, just working and practicing. Um, We didn't get to do a lot off the court because we have social distance and stuff like that. But we had a really good fall. Um, We got to get ready for this spring, you know, getting everything ready. And I got to recruit a lot. So that was nice. Um, I do a lot of recruiting online anyway so it was good for me and a lot of kids are wanting to stay closer to home so I got a lot of my recruiting finished and then got ready for all of them to come back this this spring here on episode 32 of the JetCast, we're talking tennis we'll have a senior from Serbia Teddy Antel he'll be coming up with us and also Darren Spence head women's basketball coach getting set to preview the Bearcast that's all coming up here on the show preseason prep this year I know that you've probably got a system or something that you know everybody knows okay this is kind of when things start and and there's even a fall schedule most years in tennis obviously that was not the case this year Mm -hmm. no fall actual competition how are you able to use the fall this year and and what has the preseason prep been like as you've come back from Christmas break trying to get ramped up for this February start to the season Well, most of the kids, hopefully, were playing on their own wherever (laughs) they were. Now, that was what I was told. Some kids still were, like I said, were quarantined, so they didn't get to. Right. But they came in a week earlier. They've all been on the court since they got back. Um, We we don't start practice till Thursday, but they're all at night going as a group, uh, hitting, so that's good. Um, Genesis has been letting us to go in there. Uh, We have free walk-on time there because we are paying for the courts for our our practices. So they've allowed us to do that. So the kids have been over there hitting a lot. 
um, we're just trying to get everybody ready with all their paperwork and their physicals and because um, we start on Thursday and then we have matches next week. So it's, it's going to be it's, – it's not as bad as like with a team sport because, we, you know, learning the system and whatever sure. our defense or offense is, they can actually practice on their own as long as they have somebody else to hit with. So it's, it's not as bad. It's just kind of everything's just crammed into a, about a couple days to get ready. How has the schedule and how the championship – How's that going to be changed this year in the MIAA? Is there still going to be a league championship? I noticed on the schedule you still have league teams that you are playing, both on the men and the women, and your MIAA schedule. Mm-hmm. So that you still have those contests. There's a lot of non-conference games, uh, matches, and that's not really any different. You play a lot, of, you know, typically play quite a few non-conference matches in the middle of the year, which is a little bit different than maybe some of the other team sports like basketball or soccer or baseball, which don't play as many as tennis does. Is there going to be MIAA championships? The spring championship is still on nationally. Uh, talk to us about that. How is the schedule kind of lining up this year? And how is it maybe different than it would be uh, in the spring of a normal tennis season? Well, usually we're allowed um, NCAA 25 play dates where we can have matches. Um, the, the conference took or the NCAA took it down to 17 for us, which is what we usually have in a spring season because we okay. usually do the other eight in the fall. Those are the ones that are counting in the fall are usually eight of them, tournaments or um, other matches. So our spring isn't going to look much different. Um, we do we did have to change the matches because some states' schools weren't allowed to travel too far out of their state, so we had right. to reconstruct that as far as the schedule goes. Um, as far as the tournament goes, they did reduce it in the number of – teams that will be able to go um, instead of I think they reduced it by two on both sides men and women so that's but other than that we play this you know the conference matches will be the same give us a preview of both teams let's start with the men's team who are some of the players that you're going to be leaning on this year to be leaders and point scorers for you as you get into those conference competitions who are going to be some of the men that you're looking out for this year well definitely our seniors Um, we have Arthur and uh, Teddy, our, our returners, um, Teddy's in his fifth year because he got the COVID return. So he decided to stay. Sure. So that was a good thing because we didn't have to replace him. So is, he is will, this a give back year for tennis or was last year the give back year? Does this count against their eligibility this year? This is if if they were seniors last year, they get to play this year. Okay, got it. Um, so he decided to stay. So Teddy and Arthur will be the captains this year. They're the two that we'll, we'll rely on. Um, Arthur was hurt a little last year so he did a lot of rehab in the off season we haven't practiced yet so i'm not sure where he is (laughs) in that i'm hoping he's you know ready to go Um, if not we have a couple more months before we start conference that uh, he can be ready Um, we have four returners in the lineup so that will help us a lot Um, we have three new players we were going to have four come in but um the one Ali couldn't get in because he couldn't get his visa. So he won't, if it opens up in his country, he's taking online classes. So if it opens up, he'll be able to come halfway through the season and, and so be okay to play. So what about the ladies on the women's side? Okay. What are your expectations for them? And, and who are going to be some of the players on the women's side who are going to have to lead that, grunt, that, well, that group? I have one senior, Emily, and then two juniors that are returning. So they will be the ones that I rely on the most. Um, Marie, who is a, a new freshman from France, she was here over the fall. So she got, it was nice because she got to really practice with us and I got to work with her a lot. So I think she's ready to go. And then we have two, uh, Lauren 
she's going to have to play. She didn't play last year, but because one other girl didn't get in because of her visa, she couldn't. She can't come. So she's going to have to. She'll see a little more time on the court than she did last year. So, and she's been working on the off season. Um, all the girls that stayed here over break, a lot of them didn't go home because they were afraid they couldn't get back. Right. So they stayed here and they practiced the whole time over over break. So. And one of the one of the players that, that would have affected, of course, would have been the Teddy Antel, who's going to be our next guest. He's from Serbia. Uh, uh, he's obviously behind the camera. But what what do you have to say for for Mr. Teddy? We've talked to him a couple times. Uh, you know, one of the characters on the team, and and this year he's going to have to be one of the leaders too. Oh yeah, he's done a really good job. I'm really proud of him. He's he's grown up a lot. He's matured. His game has gotten so much better. He spent the whole break over out in California. Um, working at a club, playing, teaching. So I think he's really matured a lot in his game, and I think he's. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him play this spring because I, I just want to see how he's developed having worked in a club all summer. Well, uh, if you've been watching this show, you know that we have kind of a, a segment and feature that we call Question Chain. And since we are starting with tennis here, uh, you, how this works is you will ask a question to your player. And the next time we have your team on, Teddy will ask a question for the next player. And so the chain will keep going around and uh, eventually, hopefully it'll get back to you. Um, so your, your duty right now is to give me a question that I will ask Mr. Ontel when he gets up here. So what do you want me to ask Teddy here in a few minutes? I want to know what he wants and expects from the team this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So you got a couple of time, couple minutes to figure that out, Teddy. Uh, so what, what his expectations are for the team. So we'll get that from him in uh, the next segment. Final question for you. What are your expectations for your men's and women's team? Oh, probably the same as always. Just go with the flow. Um, Even put, more important this year. Yes, isn't it? yes. And, and we, as an outdoor sport, we have to do that a lot. And that is one of the biggest things that I work on with them is when things don't go your way, how do you react to it? Think about it. Take a breath. You know, go forward because of our, you know, being outside and the weather and um, injuries. Um, things change a lot in our sport. So that they usually adapt pretty well. Um, yesterday was one of those days where we had to adapt on almost everything. And I think it's one of those important things with a job later in life that they know how that the whole world's not falling apart just because it doesn't go the way you want it to. Right. So I think that is one of the things we're, we'll just keep working on and that they trust me and they trust the process and that they are always going to get better as long as they do what we ask them to do and give their effort. A good effort. So, Shella Augsburger, director of tennis. Once again, the Jets open up the season non-conference action against the Ottawa Braves of the KCAC February 6th here in Wichita. Best of luck to you and the whole fleet of Jets. Thanks, Blake. We've got Teddy Antel from Serbia, senior captain of the men's team, joining us next on the JetCast. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at sccealing.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. 
When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops, the key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to keystonesolidsurfaces.com. Back here on the JetCast, getting set for the Newman tennis season, getting started on February 6th here in Wichita. And we're joined now by a senior captain off of the men's team. He went 6-1 in singles last year, 5-3 in doubles from Belgrade, Serbia, Teodor Antel, but everybody calls him Teddy, and so he will as well. Uh, Teddy, it's great to have you back, a, a veteran of the program, and uh, I think you were on the radio show back when we had that. We had you on the podcast last year. Great to see you again. That is correct, and thank you very much, Blake, for having me again. Uh, obviously, this had to be a much different offseason for you than probably any that you've ever had in your career um how did you how did you handle the off season were you able to go home uh how did you kind of spend your time i know that shella said in the previous segment you, you went out to california got, got to do some teaching out there um so just just kind of wrap up our, your off season for us and, and and how did how how did the pandemic affect you so basically when may may came i had my ticket to go back home to serbia but the ticket got canceled, and then I didn't know what to do. I stayed here in school, and then I got an offer to go to California, where I went. I did an internship there. Basically, it was mostly for sports communication, where I was doing more organiza- organization of events sure. for adults, for kids. It was a lot of different stuff, and also sometimes a little bit of coaching. But throughout my experience there, I was like, what, six, seven months working there. Uh, I got good experience there. I learned a lot, and I believe that I'm ready now to show that knowledge into this semester. Uh, Were you able to go home at any point during? Yes. I I switched my ticket to December, so I was available to go home. So I was in December in Serbia, and I stayed there for a month, and I came back last week. How great was it for you to be able to see family and friends? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I, I was just waiting to go home for a long time and one year without seeing family friends it's a struggle but that's a long time it is what it is you know yeah in this this crazy time yeah. uh last year before everything kind of got uh, aborted there with the uh, coronavirus pandemic and the season was abruptly shut off you were having a heck of a year one six of seven uh, we're on i think you were on a little bit of a winning streak in singles five and three in doubles how good did you feel about the way that you were playing last year as we were turning the calendar into march I was really excited. I was ready to finish the season strong, but unfortunately, the pandemic happened and we all had to stop. And it is what it is, but we have to look forward and keep being motivated and determined to achieve our goals. How important was it for you being here isolated in a separate continent, different time zone? to try to just keep in touch, whether it be through Facebook or I'm sure there are plenty of phone calls home and, and you know, FaceTime, but just trying to keep some sort of a connection with, with family and friends back in your home country. I mean, it's not that difficult, but I mean, period that was difficult was when one of my family members got the COVID. So I felt a little bit bad that I was not there, but then I came back. So I was there to spend more time with family, friends. So... It was a good thing that I went home. 
how excited are you and the guys and the ladies to finally get this season underway, finally get things going here as, as the season starts to progress and, and you finally start to actually get to play? I mean, I believe we're all excited, and especially now with having new recruits, new players, because I believe in my previous two, last two years, some players that we had were not enough motivated, they were not determined, so now I believe that the new players that came, they, they want to play, and we can see that they have the will to fight and play forward and try and win. So I believe this year is going to be maybe my best year of these all three years that I've been here. What do you feel like has been the thing that you have improved the most on? And and how did having to stay separate from people affect what you would normally do for your preparation? Because obviously in tennis, you know, there is a, a social distancing aspect. You don't ever have to get that close to your opponent. Exactly. Yeah. W- what were you able to do? W- w- were you able to pretty much practice as you normally would getting set for a season? Yeah, yeah, just normal practicing. And I believe I, I worked a lot on my mental strategy. So I believe I've matured a little bit more and I have better understanding of the game. So I would say that's my biggest strength right now. What do you feel is the strength of your game, you know, X's and O's? Uh, you know, to use somebody uh, from over in your neck of the woods, uh, Novak Djokovic has always been thought of as having one of the best return games in tennis. Well, what do you feel like is, is the strength of your game when you're playing well? What's the one part about your game, forehand, backhand, return or serve, or something else that you can always kind of just count on, even when maybe another part of your game isn't going as well for you that day what's the part of the game that you're always relying on i believe it will be my defensive game because i'm a defensive player so i like to run a lot (laughs) so that's how i mentally get my opponent tired by just getting every single ball in but if i would choose a stroke or something it would be forehand forehand's my favorite so yeah obviously very excited to play very excited to get going and uh, i'm hoping very excited to get your question chain question from your coach shella augsburger here and she wants to know what your expectations are for yourself this year and also the expectations you have for your teammates on the men's team basically my my expectation i don't have my own expectation for myself i my main expectation is for the whole team because in college i like tennis because it's a team sport so for me it doesn't matter if i lose it's important that the team wins and that we get that win and qualify for the playoffs and then make a good result in the playoffs that's our big expectation to try and get to the final and win it and go to nationals are you planning on playing i could have asked cello this as well i know the season hasn't started yet but are you planning to be a singles and doubles player again yes, this year of course how, how different is the approach you know because Tennis is always kind of a, that different animal where you have an individual sport and you kind of have a team concept that's put on top of it. When you're out there with the doubles partner, obviously you do have a team aspect. How do you approach the doubles game differently maybe than you do the singles game? I mean, if you would look at it that way, uh, doubles, you have someone you can rely on and you can communicate with someone. So if Let's say I do something wrong. He's there to support me, to get my head up. Sure. And tells me to look, always look positive. While in singles, it's different. You don't have anyone. But as I said again, in college, we have 
our teammates watching us so they can do the same thing so basically it doesn't matter because we're all there as a team supporting each other so that's the difference between playing professional individual tennis and playing college tennis final question for you what are your goals for the season doesn't have to necessarily been a, a win-loss record for you it can be a team goal but well, what what are your goals what do you want to get out of this senior season with you as the captain well uh, as I said before, I, I would really like to win the conference because I've been already three years playing college tennis and I lost all three years in the final in the conference. <laughs> so it's my last year and I, my goal is to win it. Okay. I'll give everything to win that conference. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yep. Once again, the season opens up on February 6th here in Wichita as the Jets take on the Ottawa Braves from the KCAC. Teodor Antel from Belgrade, Serbia, senior captain on the men's team. Great to see you again and have Thank a fantastic so season. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We will have Darren Spence, the head women's basketball coach, on next as we wrap up the JetCast after this. Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, general manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. Are you looking for a dependable used car, trucker, SUV, Nissan, Jeep, Hyundai, Toyota, not just Fords, let us help find you the right vehicle to fit your budget. Check us out online at mhford.com or come see us in person at the Big Horn of 119th and West Kellogg. When it's time for your family to purchase their next vehicle, choose us, Mel Hamilton Ford. Let us show you how easy it is to purchase your next vehicle. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984. Experience the difference. Where can you land the best jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and UJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. The latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And UJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports specific, alumni, parents, and hard to find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone. And UJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com. Back on the JetCast, talking women's basketball as they get set for a little bit of an interesting week this week as we get ready for only one game. Missouri Western off the schedule, Northwest Missouri State now up next for the Jets, and I'm joined by head coach Darren Spence, coach uh, of the Newman women's basketball team, 3-7, and seven, a 58-52 loss against number 14 Central Missouri last time out. Uh, Coach, boy, the Jennies, uh, a program I know that you respect so much, and you guys were right in the thick of it with the the Jennies right till the very end. Took a late three point lead, and and were you gave yourself a chance to win the game right until the very last whistle. Um, obviously, that's not the goal of the game. It's not to get close. You want to get wins. Um, I know you were proud of your team's effort, but had plenty to correct. What were your thoughts and discussions with your team and in practice this week as you, you think back about that close loss you know i just I, I each day that goes by i dislike getting beat more and more <laughs> um you know it's you, you could say oh well we got this out of it and we got that out of it but you know for for the veteran it's still you're getting beat and no matter how hard you work and how hard you try we're just not getting over that hump. We're just not getting that 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 one extra possession that's gonna that's gonna get us the lead and keep it. You know, we do a lot of good things in this and with Central Missouri, game plan wise, we, we did everything we needed to do early. And we had them trying to figure out how to defend us and we found the mismatches and we went to it. 
And then, you know, we'd have some untimely turnovers that in this league turn into baskets for the other teams yeah. and, and especially programs at that level. And so uh, we're getting there, but it's still – it is frustrating. It's frustrating for the players. It's frustrating for coaches. All we can do is just keep working and, and keep keep at it. And it's funny to think that um, – RJ and I were talking about this just a short couple years ago. We had those that good run in those last few years of the Heartland. Yes. You know – we're getting there with our program and we finished you know behind love a christian national champion beat them beat only them one, beat them only one in the league and then we go two years in miaa and all of a sudden we're stupid we can't <laughs> we can't coach we can't do anything right you know but it's it is a different animal but you know our, our kids are you know they're working they're they're doing what we ask them to do and it's just uh you just hope that uh you know and you pray that one day it just really clicks for us and I think we'll be much better. Well, and one thing that you have asked the women to do has been to play defense, and they have played good defense this year in that 2-3 zone. You forced 21 turnovers against the Jennies, and you, you talked about two of those freshmen, Holden, who came off the bench. She ended up only having six points. That was about half of her average. Charlie Bovair did hit her average, but she hit two early threes in the first half, did not score again. In fact, I'm not sure she had another attempt the rest of the game, so right. you really not you really clamped down on her. Um, so defensively, obviously, you did a lot of good things that, that were that kept you in the game against Central Missouri. Yeah, no question. We're we're always gonna be there defensively and we're gonna figure out a way. And we're you know, we're holding teams well below what they score normally. And so is that because we are playing really, really slow and limiting possessions? I don't think that's the exact reason, but we do a good job of controlling the pace, and we do a good job of moving our initial spots in our defense to matching up, to moving, to to rotating. We're we're, we're becoming uh, a little better at, the, at our IQ as far as who we have to stretch out to. And, and we do things differently in our zone than a lot of others do. So it takes some time to get going, but, you know, we're there. We're, we're competing out of it. Um, still need to clean up, you know, grabbing rebounds. And it's not that, oh, my gosh, you can't rebound in a zone. That's not it. We have a lot of balls where we got our hands on them. We're deflecting them. We're, we just we haven't come up with them. And I right. counted – you know, in that last game, I counted about eight points off of that stuff that it's there and we move, we, you know, we lose it and it kicks out and they hit a shot and um, or we tip it to the other team. So if we just clean those up, we'll be even better defensively. And then again, it gives us more time for our offense to get going. Well, you mentioned the <laughs> offense getting going and a player that you had kind of uh, had challenged a little bit over the previous weeks. And I want to go back. We had her on even after a loss, which was fantastic. Madison Birnbaum. In the previous four games, she had one point, 0 of 11 from the field, 0 of 10 from the three-point line. You told me in pregame, postgame, whatever it was, she after those bad performances, she was back in the gym, and you saw her, she was working. 29 points over the last two games, 8 of 11 from the field, 6 of 8 from the three-point line, and she matched a career high. So uh, how much how much does it you know, just prove that 
when you're playing badly, the only way to get out of it is to get in the gym. And <laughs> Madison Birnbaum did that. And, and boy, boy, the results sh- certainly did show out for her last week. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's not a new concept. <laughs> it's not. It, it's a it's known not. secret. It doesn't matter what sport or instrument you play. If you put the time in and you're in, truly invested in it, it's going to pay off. You're going to get better. Then it's just a matter of carrying it over in game time situation. So whether she was uh, underachieving, um, under applying herself, all of the above, it came to a point where we had a little conversation and, you know, and I challenged her and she, she answered it. You know, she's got the talent of anybody we play she could be a higher level player in our league she could be an all-conference player she's very athletic and longer than you than than she than you think that she is yeah and she's got great timing you know she's ornery she's she's got she's got a mean (laughs) streak she's a little stubborn out there isn't she yeah she can shoot the ball really well she's locked in and so um i think it's just you know um, in a few words, I told her, if you want a junior year, you better get going. And uh, so she um, – but she's done that. And, you know, she's a good one to have in our program. And, and, and she's, she's got the opportunity to get better. And she was nearly a 50-40-90 player last year, by the way. I think she missed free throws by about 6%, was the closest to do that here since Alexandra Chalpatoni, uh, Heartland Conference Player of the Year, you might recall her. You, you talked a lot this year about – needing to have flexibility on the schedule. And when we talked earlier this week, uh, we didn't know exactly what day you were going to play, right. whether it's going to be Thursday, is it going to be Saturday? Uh, obviously, Northwest Missouri, that's still on the schedule at some point during this week. But how do you try to help your team, your staff, and yourself uh, just have flexibility as we continue trying to navigate what we hope is this this one year, you know, aberration in terms of how things are, are worked compared to what we're accustomed to? Yeah, it's 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 bananas. It really is. Um, <laughs> no. Obviously, safety is number one priority. But, again, that's that's every year. Everybody all of a sudden, COVID, oh, safety. <laughs> Why wouldn't safety be what we're thinking about or concerned about with these kids, with our coaches? You Absolutely. Know, in, the, in a normal year when the families, um, you know, entrust us with their, with their kids. But so many things we take for granted. And, oh, we'll just go to roll, roll into the gym and go play. But it's, uh, we've talked uh, – <clears throat> often early on the year about flexibility you know learning to laugh a little bit um we laugh a lot sometimes too much um just roll with the punches because you don't have any control you know and and team travel and and doing things differently and buses and hotels and restaurants and how you you know navigate all of that is different so we just have to uh oh we're gonna go play here okay we're gonna play here we'll go there and you know, it's unfortunate that your schedule gets messed up. What I don't like about it is we're not the ones that caused this. And all of a sudden we're going to play three games in a week or, sure. you know, you're going to start scheduling Mondays. I wish the, you know, the league would now all of a sudden let's take these, these games at the back of February and can we move them forward? So we get them in, opening up more days in case there is a cancellation rather than waiting to the end of February to try to squeeze this game in. And so, you know, I really wish also that the conference tournament would be everybody to reward our players, sure, coaches, 
um, for this because the, the new format is all home games anyways in the conference tournament. So okay, so nothing in Kansas gonna, City. This that's going to come up in, uh, in its – so what's the big deal? You know, sure. Reward these kids, you know, because if, if a handful of teams lose another couple of games, mathematically you're out of it anyways. However – Let's say a team gets to the conference tournament and they come down with COVID issues. They're done. They're out. What if they're the number one seed? You know, I know they they cut down the number of teams in the NCAA tournament, but will that actually happen at this level? The the D1 level, that's got to happen because they, they need the money. Of course. Will it actually happen at our level? And, you know, you let our number one best top team not make the conference tournament, you know, what does that do to their chances to get into the regional tournament? You know, so because we don't award, you know, depending on where they are in regional rankings. But I just think there's so many things we could do to help these kids out and these coaches because it's it's been an interesting year. It's been a tough year. And I, you know, I pray that that the soccer coaches and the baseball and the softball and all those volleyballs that think, oh, spring, we're going to go play. <laughs> Not so fast, you know, to, yeah. to, to quote Lee Corso. Yeah. Um, there's some crazy things that are going to happen, and what, do you, yeah. what are they going to do? Push their games into summer and June and July to, yeah. to get them in? So um, we just – you just, you know, go, go with, you know, what you got, play when you can play, and, and just – squeeze the most out of the time together with the kids and the coaches in your program well you mentioned kind of rolling with the punches and and kind of being flexible to whatever happens i'm not sure you were planning on earlier this week but old coach noti stopped by your office he's talking golf Uh uh coach noticing the former men's golf coach here just retired so coach noti if you're watching it was great to see you but how good was it to catch up and get a donut with coach noti He's not going to watch this because he's probably in bed around five thirty. <laughs> he, he he was delivering donuts, but he's been a he. You know, in his time here, he was been good. You know, and, and shared a lot of golf stories and yeah. that kind of stuff. You but, you uh, like golf? Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it, um, you know, he's busy and in, in retirement, and being bored, <laughs> sure, and playing golf. But yeah, it it was good to see him. And you know, um, as we look forward in our in our schedule so we'll play thursday and then we go to roger state on monday right for that makeup game and i you know so now it really it could have set up better if we were still playing saturday and then just go right down there and play monday however it gives us some time in between to prepare for monday because right after that we've got washburn and emporia here yeah and it doesn't ever get any easier. <laughs> no. There's not a week at the schedule that you look like and say, oh, okay, well, we got a week off. Yeah, Not then, so fast in the MIAA. And we have to um, fit the Missouri Western game on the road, which we're talking about February 15th, I believe. You know, so uh, it's, yeah, it's been interesting, but we just got to keep plugging away well someone else is plugging away and helping you with all that is coach crumb who just won uh the newman university martin luther king jr award that's handed out on campus for a faculty and staff member making a difference here in the newman community and i know that you're extremely proud of her as we all are of coach crumb with that uh, incredible honor yeah she's you know it, it was the distinguished service award for the faculty staff division and it's um, and to find out that there were more than just one person that nominated her, more than just myself. There was other. There was two others that nominated her. So that's that speaks volumes to what she does and and 
really who she is and the impact that she's had on our program, but also around she's she's the information person. It's funny that it's like all the coaches, you know, and ask questions and she's the one that they find. Yeah. You know, and so but that's her. She's she's selfless and gives and, and goes out of her way and you know, does she's got a smile, but you know, people find out she's she's not the she's not the easiest one all the time. <laughs> she's not the one that wants to sit around and gab just to gab. Sure, she's, she's very task oriented, um, which I keep telling her she's she's got a, a future when she decides to stop coaching into athletic administration. I think she'd be a great, um, you know, uh, person to go down that road. Sure. Because she is so uh, so organized, but yeah, she's been good for our players. And I knew that when the job came open, and I knew exactly that. I told Coach Truly, that's the one person that we need here at this time, and she's done a lot for us, a lot for our kids, a lot for our campus. So yeah, it was it was a good honor for her. Final question for you: The Bearcats coming up, a Northwest Missouri team that I believe this was the overtime game last year, another real close one. So obviously going on the road to to Maryville, not going to be an easy task. Uh, what do you look at when you when you see the Bearcats? Yeah, that was two overtimes last year, and that was the one, that was the one that kept us out of the conference tournament. Yeah, that was the tiebreaker. And as uh, it turned out, yeah, they, you know, they're having a not the season that they had hoped for, of course, but you know, none of us are really in <laughs> right. They, they have good pieces, you know, they're playing at home. So it just, it's really going to get down to who can, who can keep um, the other team from making shots and hitting shots. And if we'll defend, if we'll find ways to score the ball, you know, we'll give ourselves a chance. I've never been to Northwest Missouri, so I don't even know where it's at. I, I don't know. It's again, our, none of us have been in the gym, sure. So we don't know, and um, so that's another first for us. We haven't been to, to Lincoln. We've been everywhere else except for Central Missouri, but I've been there, but our t- program hasn't. So right. We just got to go play, swing away, and, and you know, and enjoy the competition. Newman Women's Basketball back in action against Northwest Missouri State this week. For all the latest schedule updates and news, newmanjets.com. Coach, good luck. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Next week, we are going to start Diamond Sports Previews. Yeah, spring sports are less than a month away, only a couple of weeks away. Hard to believe, so we'll start that next week. So until then, Blake Cripps saying go Jets.